we opened up our Facebook page to ask our listeners if they had any questions that they wanted us to address um, on the podcast. And we got a great one from Audrey. Today's podcast, we're going to talk about that question, point you back to scripture and just encourage you and offer some hope. Welcome back to Parenting to Impress, your go-to podcast to learn practical ways to love God and love others and impress this on the hearts of your children. I am your host, Heidi Franz, and I am joined by my dear friend, Melanie Simpson, two moms who have made a lot of mistakes, but have found grace and truth along the way. Melanie, I love the honesty, the transparency of Audrey's question that she shared on Facebook with me. It goes like this, would love to hear a podcast about if y'all struggle with loneliness with young kids. I have four kids, ages six and under, and I feel stuck at home. I want to be able to connect with other adults, but I'm struggling to find ways to do it where it is life-giving and not an added drain. Can you get a great big amen on that I know, one? It's such a good question. And I I mean, I just first of all want to say thank you for being brave yes. um, to Audrey to to say it out loud, to put it out mm-hmm. there, because um I think it is scary to admit mm-hmm. that as especially as a Christian, that things aren't going well. Right. You know, like it's just I'm having a hard time over here. And right. we don't sometimes want to admit that. So thank you for that. I think this will resonate with a lot of moms because we all go through those stages where we feel alone in the parenting journey. For sure. And there are lots of different factors. Sometimes it is um, a job situation where we are the only parent on most of the time. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's um, an issue with kid situations where we've got different activities that have to do with either therapies or appoint- doctor's appointments mm-hmm. that take a lot of our time. Mm-hmm. And we just simply don't have the space in our schedules to really dedicate a lot of time to being with other adults. And some of times it is just sheer exhaustion. Yes. Yeah. You yeah. are tired mm-hmm. and it takes so much work to get outside of the home that it doesn't really feel like it's worth it. And then a lot of times it's fear. We've been burned Mm -hmm. in the past, and I don't know if I have it in me to try again. Oh, goodness, yes. Yeah. Goodness, yes. All right, so let's just dive into this. Um, I think we've talked about some of the reasons that loneliness occurs. Now let's talk about how do we get out of that lonely lonely state? Mm -hmm. How do we move past Mm -hmm. that so that when we do give outside of our home, we feel filled up instead of drained. Yeah. Great point. And I would, before we do that, I want to say there are, there are kind of some action steps you can take, right? So first you identify the circumstances, right? What are the things that are leading me to, to feel lonely? And we just talked about that. So what if I just say, I feel lonely because I am at home all day with four kids. Okay. So where do I go from there? So now you've, you've identified the situation. Like I am kind of, you know, if I'm home alone Mm -hmm. with my kids, in other words, I don't have another adult at home. Then now I have to think through what are the things that I can do? within the context of that situation. So maybe that's going to be a play date with another mom. That might mean just faithfully going to the park every day 
and you know being intentional to talk to another person mm-hmm. at the park. Mm-hmm. Again, you might have to be a little brave and, you know, just try, but I think those conversations happen pretty naturally more often than not, especially between moms and young right, kids. Right. Right. Or maybe it's on a Sunday morning you're at church and you see another mom with some kids that are your age and you say, "Hey, you know, I I noticed we have kids similarly aged. Where do y'all live?" Mm-hmm. Um again, you have to be brave. You've got to ask. But I think that you you brought up a really good point that I hadn't thought about is that it's not that you try to change your circumstance. You can't change that you're a mom of four young kids. And I think we get into this martyrdom mentality of, oh, poor me, this is where I am. It's never gonna change. Maybe in 10 years I can have a friend. And I'm gonna say, you don't have to wait 10 years. Right. And and if you want to keep making excuses, you can, by all means, <laughs> go ahead and do it. But right. the fact of the matter is you're going to still have those children. Your husband still has that job. The circumstances don't change. Right. So the first step I would say is identify your season, identify your situation, mm-hmm. identify the things that um, you would maybe say, maybe say are holding you back from and let those become then the launch pads for what can I then do? Mm-hmm. Two, are you spending time in God's word? Yeah. If you are not being filled up by God's word and inviting the Holy Spirit into this, I mean, yes, you, you're going to figure something out in your own steam, but it would look much different if you let the Lord be part of that conversation. Okay, so maybe that needs to be actually our number one. Our number one is, are you in the word? Who Who is shocked by this? I is know, anybody I know. shocked? We always tell you. <laughs> right. But but number one, it yeah. is. Yeah. Are you in the word? Because a lonely person is the enemy's playground. Absolutely. He yeah. he sees you alone and the lies start fast. And we know that God did not create us to be alone. He created us for community. So number one, I think we've got to figure out what lies are we believing? That was the very first podcast we did. What lies are we believing? And then use that to figure out what's my circumstance, what can be changed, what can't be changed, and truly what are opportunities out there that I don't even realize are out there because I am believing a lie. 100%. That's awesome. And I would say, let's not forget, our God is a very creative God. Mm -hmm. And so when we invite him into that conversation, the Holy Spirit might bring something to mind that you're like, where did that come from? Right. That was the Holy Spirit. Very and good. And so, you know, it might be something you just didn't even think of. And then I would piggyback on that, Heidi, what you said about that, you know, Satan loves that loneliness because mm-hmm. he just wants to isolate you and mm-hmm. make you feel like you're the only one and there's no way out. Mm-hmm. I would ask you to, how much time are you spending on things like social media oh, and TV yes. shows where you um, fall prey to comparison? Mm-hmm. I did this very often. Now, back back in the good old days when all we had was blogs, <laughs> um, you know, and I would look at these gals blogs and I was like, oh my word, they have this, they have this, they do this, they get to go here and all the things. And I always fell short mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. of course I did not, I never found a blog where I came out looking great. I mean, <laughs> it was always the other yeah. way around. Yeah, very true. You know, we don't watch a lot of TV in the Franz household, but we do like home improvement shows some. And I can tell you, after about two or three episodes, suddenly I'm looking around my house going, 
that just doesn't match up. And I'm thinking about, okay, how could I change that? Who could I talk to to help me change that? Because I feel inferior because I've been watching a a show that is made for marketing purposes. And I have to remember that. Um, The same way, there are people that I have had to stop following on Facebook or on Instagram, not because they did anything wrong, but because my heart was not in a good place to be able to see what they were posting. For sure. Just starting with Psalm 25, verse 16, it tells us to turn to God. And when we ask him to be gracious to us, because I am lonely and afflicted. Loneliness feels like an illness. It feels so pervasive and it feels like there is no cure. Mm-hmm. And so I think we have to be really mindful to acknowledge what loneliness does to us, mind, body, spirit, because it can very quickly kind of flow into depression. Oh, absolutely. That's the enemy's goal. So we've talked about, first of all, how is your quiet time? We've talked about looking for circumstances, whether that's going to the park, whether that is um, meeting women at church. We can share that is exactly how we met. Yep. We were two moms with little kids at the time I had one. At the time you had two. We met in women's ministry and I was frazzled. I'm guessing you would say the same thing. No. (laughs) Perfectly put together, looked great, had lost all of the weight that I'd gained from my pregnancies. Uh Uh-huh. Are you calling me out, sister? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that that women's ministry was such a a balm to my soul. It Um, was. And it was a time for us to be refueled. Now, I will tell you that I have been in multiple women's ministry groups, and there have been groups that have fed me, and there have been groups that have drained me. I was just going to say, so let's say you go to your local church, the church you attend, and they have a women's ministry or some sort of program, and you Mm -hmm. go and you're like, man, this is just hard. Like, Mm -hmm. And it's nothing that you're doing or they're doing. It's just not a great fit go find another Bible study. Mm -hmm. Like you don't have to only go to Bible study at your church. I went to Bible studies at so many different churches that were either closer to my home or that was a study that I really wanted to try. So I would say as long as you are in line theologically with that Mm -hmm. church and with that Bible study, don't be afraid to branch out. Don't think that women's ministry has to look a certain way and it can only look a certain way. There are several levels to it. I would also say that you need to look internally and go, okay, is some of the reason why this group that I am in is falling short is because, well, I show up and I've never opened my Bible the entire week. I haven't prayed for these girls. I haven't reached out to them. And so part of the reason is that it's not working because I am not engaging. Yeah. Not there's anything wrong with having needs. We all have needs. But if you are coming to these groups and all you're doing is just taking Mm-hmm. bringing nothing to contribute, that's not going to work either. I would say too, I think you and I have experienced relationships where we were trying to force a square peg in a round hole. Oh, very much so. For me specifically, it was a relationship that as far as the world looks at, it should have worked. 
and it needed to work. And I felt like as a Christian woman that it was kind of my responsibility to force this to work. You cannot force relationships. And so I was putting a lot of effort and energy and prayer into a relationship that I thought was going to help with the loneliness when it wasn't even the relationship I was supposed to be focused on. I just had these unspoken expectations. And not every relationship is going to turn into best friends. And that's okay. Right. And I was gonna say, it may be even a good place to start with laying that expectation down Mm -hmm. and just say, Lord, would you just help me find just a person, a couple of people that Mm -hmm. I can kind of chat with, text with, get together with. Mm -hmm. I would also say, start small. Maybe you just, after you've kind of gone through these things, just kind of brainstorm, can I reach out to one person this week Mm -hmm. and make a plan to connect with them one time this month? Mm -hmm. First of all, that gives you hope. You got something to look forward to. And then it also is just an opportunity then to start. I've taken that first step. Mm -hmm. Satan loves for us to feel like we are the only person. And you and I both know we have encountered so many moms, so I mean, more than we can count, mm-hmm. who have felt this way. This oh, is goodness, so yes. common. So common. Because we are home alone, and all we can see are diapers and laundry and dishes and tantrums and, I mean, you name it, that's all you can see. I'm going to add another one. I think sometimes we overcome our biggest source of help. That is our husbands. Because in... A lot of the marriages that I am around, our spouses truly desire for us to be filled and they desire for us to be happy. Yeah, they don't want they don't want you to be lonely. No, they don't. And so I think sometimes what we need to do is strictly just go to our husband and say, Man, I am struggling. As we shared in the trailer episode of Parenting to Impress, how many times did we talk to our husbands and say, okay, we want to get together. Can you watch the kids? And we went and met in a booth of a restaurant and we talked for two hours. We were back in time for bedtime routine or whatever we needed to be back for. And we just sat and talked. There were also times, Melanie, that you and I sat on and talked on the phone. Yep. Which I know that sounds archaic. <laughs> it may have actually been a home phone too. Not even a cell phone. <laughs> that would have been really bad. Yeah. But we just said from this time to this mm-hmm. time, we're going to be on the phone. And they were very willing right. to help us yeah. Yeah. because they knew that connection was so important. First step would be invite your husband to pray with you and for you yes. over the situation. And then, yes. yes, and then say, hey, Thursday night, I have an opportunity to meet with. Betsy, are you good if I have dinner and then go have Mm -hmm. coffee with my friend? Mm -hmm. But I do want to circle back, Heidi, because this has been your situation. When you are running from therapy to therapy to therapy, and you're looking at, you know, this person's friends, I mean, your friend's kids, and you're like, Mm -hmm. she doesn't understand. Yeah. How did you handle the isolation of being a mom with kiddos who needed extra? Yeah. um, And maybe some of your friends didn't like ha- what what did that look like for you oh goodness that that is a such a true question and i hear that from a lot of moms who say I feel alone because of the diagnosis, because of the amount of therapy, because of what we are going through. Um, 
Maybe your husband is overseas for military service. You feel alone. And so I think there's kind of these these two levels of parenting loneliness. There's just the mom who is just tired. And then there's mom who is put into these external circumstances that makes them feel even more alone. And so I just want to take a moment to say, I hear you. (laughs) I see you. I understand that loneliness. I I remember so well, and I think, Melanie, you were actually there this time. We were at a um, Atlanta Bread Company, I think is what it was. And I remember talking to our women's ministry group, and I was sharing these situations that I was dealing with with bubs. And these moms just gave me these blank looks, like, yeah, nope, can't relate. I'm just going, please, please, somebody relate. Please, somebody understand what I'm going through so I don't feel alone. And they, nobody could. And what I found in going through that journey is we had to get into the right therapy. We had to get the help that we needed. And then I had to find the moms who maybe they couldn't understand, but they were going to love me through the process and listen. And, And Melanie, you did that so beautifully of walking the journey with me. And those moms who couldn't understand and couldn't walk the journey with me, that was okay. And I had to release them from the expectations that they were supposed to walk the journey with me. Yeah, I love that. And I think just remembering too that, you know, God tells us he heals the brokenhearted. Mm -hmm. I mean, we see time and again, Christ drawing near to Mm -hmm. the lonely, the isolated, um, the one whose physical and emotional and spiritual circumstances have made them the outcast. Mm -hmm. And so we know that God has such a tender place in his heart for women, people who um, are living in and through circumstances that particularly make them feel othered. I'll call it that. Um, And so I think it's just another reminder, cast your cares on the Lord. Now, also have a plan. Right. Also do something. Take it before the Lord first. And I think that was such a great point that you made. Knowing your story, it was through time with the Lord that you were able to lay down those expectations. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we've talked about kind of the triggers that cause loneliness Mm -hmm. in parenting. We've talked about some of the truths that we can begin to take positive steps forward once we've identified those truths. Is there anything else that you want to add about loneliness as a mom? So... We have talked mostly about loneliness as a mom with littles, but Melanie, there is loneliness as mom of teens. And this is where I want to start part two of the Loneliness Podcast. We want to thank you for listening to the Parenting to Impress podcast. Be sure to visit abcjesuslesbian.com and check out the show notes for more information on topics shared in this episode. Please subscribe and share with your friends.